for the next couple of minutes, just forget everything about your run training or your lack of run training. Forget every single running related item you would want in your Amazon basket or you would like to have in your Amazon basket and join me for some basics. Welcome to Hypno Running, the show where we do more than just talk about running. We help you find solutions to develop your full potential, making you a better, faster, and smarter runner. And here is your host, Heiko. Ah, you decided to stay and listen. Thank you very much. I appreciate your trust and your time. Look, by listening to today's show, you will have at least a couple of solid points that you can really work on. I promise you that. You will be focused on the real crux of the matter, of your running matter. Hey, but Heiko, I'm running. I hear you say yes, but remember, life is too short to be just running. I mean, you want to improve. You want to be improving. You want to stay healthy. You want to explore new distances, new races, new events, or finally get that medal or that personal best. And the thing is, you're not running against Dave underscore 1971 or Midnight Runner, you know, the Strava runners in your neighborhood that don't even realize you are competing against them. You're actually running against your own time i mean the day of this year if if you're listening to this on the 29th of july 2021 then it is day 208 of the year 2021 that means wow 157 days are remaining for this year shocking isn't it are you dazed amazed you know like what happened where did the days go and if you're living in the northern hemisphere, it's like, no, summer's going to be over. <laughs> Why didn't I? I should have or I could have. Yes, if you couldn't, didn't want to build up strength and endurance during winter and spring, chances are you won't be having a great run experience in summer. Your personal best that you have been postponing for some years is getting postponed by another year. And maybe the postponing is already becoming easier. Okay, don't roll around in regret, especially if you realize that. Your training plan is just a fridge decor and your running shoes, they still don't need a wash since you washed them last time you never wore them. (laughs) It is what it is. But taking action right now, what you can do, uh, there's a lot you can do. Look at it this way. The year has still got those 157 days left. So let's focus on them. And with focus, I mean developing this laser-like focus. Imagine a, a forced effort of discipline tenacity by by just focusing on some of the basics you know usually people try to focus on too many points especially runners who who really want to improve and who've got big ambition and a big ego with it they focus on too many points that's why they don't succeed it's those that just take out a couple of basic points and really harness them so let me go through with a couple of them now first off no eye rolling here you know oh oh, gee don't really have to you need to set a goal (laughs) how many times have we said this in the past 80 shows and thank you very much for those loyal listeners that have been with me since show number one really respect it (laughs) okay back to goal setting huh you need to be specific as specific as when you talk to tech support for some other software you install and the operator starts with the most basic of questions and you're like rolling your eyes and like oh just help me solve this but he starts with the basics and then he goes through the steps take a pen and paper write it down right now only excuse not for writing down is i'm listening to this podcast whilst running i wouldn't recommend you listen to this whilst running because then you're not going to write the things down if you don't write them down you're not really going to be doing them okay pen and paper in hand 
Ask yourself, is it a reasonable goal? Come on, don't be in superwoman or superman mode. Look at your current level of, of health and of fitness and then decide, is this achievable? Then, and this is a useful one on a rainy day where you don't want to go for a run anyway, you do know what a CTA is, a call to action. Of course you do. You see them all the time when you're online and searching, browsing, or shopping for something. A call to action, it's actually a statement that is designed to get an immediate response from the person reading or hearing it. Calls to action is uh, using action verbs. So CTAs, they help improve the, the user experience, uh, experience and they will actually guide a strange person through a sales funnel. Can you believe it? You know, they essentially, they're turning prospects into clients and customers and they're extremely powerful. You know, get a free copy now or get a taste of success, click here or discover the feeling of order now <laughs> and i'm sure you've clicked on a few of them and, and if you say no come on you've clicked on some of them or at least when you went to the supermarket and you wanted to buy one orange juice and it said you know take three and only pay for two oh, you, you have thought about it and it's a proven concept now most interesting the, the personalized call to actions and what they mean by that is really something that's very personalized written so these are skilled copywriters yeah they convert 202% compared to non-personalized one. Now that is a impressive statistic, but before you get worried that this is turning to a show about online topics, the point I'm trying to make is a call to action makes it clear to a potential customer which action to take and it helps remove that friction in moving the user, the potential customer down the sales funnel. And if you relate this to your running, there's friction, is there? Of course. There's, there's resistance to go out. There's friction to, to run or to train harder. The resistance to train as per the plan or even the friction to follow a plan. Therefore, <laughs> it is time to become creative. Take out those crayons or whatever you find and make at least three signs with your specific goal written on it. Make your own call to action. Spend some time and, and let some inspiration come hit you smack on your forehead. Wham! <laughs> Whatever you like, change your favorite call to action. Modify it. And you know, my favorite one is uh, hurry while stocks last. Like, are you serious? You know, there's so much stock, you've got to be kidding me. But change it into hurry whilst dopamine lasts or hurry whilst the sunshine lasts or hurry whilst you still have hours of daylight before it gets winter or watch now usually always gets me you know change it get your running gear on now or go running now or even better not next week not tomorrow now powerful crisp and clear let your imagination flow enjoy doing this <laughs> and then whilst you're anyway in the in the drawing and coloring mood Draw a, a support a runner card, and this is something so vital. You're going to need social support during these next 157 days. And those living with you, they might just be glad to finally get you out of the house for an hour or so. <laughs> Basically, the person who gets this card has to be your biggest encourager. And, and don't underestimate this, especially if you've got a bit of a shock when I mentioned, you know, there's only 157 days to go. <laughs> and, and if you're living in the northern hemisphere, the day is already getting shorter. And you know it's coming. No, I'm not talking about autumn. I'm, autumn is nice. I'm talking about winter. So this is the moment in time where you runners living in the south have an advantage. 
you will be starting to get on track, heading for spring and hopefully be reaching your goal just before summer. Then, same sheet of paper. Where or what is that that's going to hold you accountable? Think of at least three things you can do that will keep you aligned. I mean, you check your bank account regularly, don't you? I mean, hopefully you check your credit card. And, and that is what makes you stay debt three. So why not use the same strategy for running? And, and this will only come if you write a clear why. Why am I doing this? That, that why will define those small steps which will ensure that small spark of motivation will get a fire going, a forest fire. Uh, those tender moments when the spark becomes a flame. It needs some air, but not too much. You know this, if you blow too hard, it's going to get out. It just needs the right and what are they in your case what is it in your case those small steps to get that spark of motivation going you know them you've experienced them you've just let it slip so there you go <laughs> i told you it's about the basics you know runners fail because often in life we don't hit, adhere to the basics we drift into a new popular sounding tool shoes sunglasses socks because that marketing is so powerful you know how can we resist you know other people you don't even know also bought this and they also bought that and some people even bought these three things together oh my goodness <laughs> so i just explained it that spark it needs to be given the right amount of air and and how you do that is by allocating time to think to think about an area where you've never run before it might be a trail you see on your daily commute. You know, that's where the inspiration is going gonna, is gonna to come from. You're going to wonder. You're going to ponder. <laughs> how long would I take up that hill? You know, where would I park my car? I wonder how steep it is. Is it 500 meters? Is it a kilometer? Well, I've always wondered what it feels like running over this bridge, which, by the way, is a rewarding experience. Your runners in, in London or in Vancouver, you've got some great bridges to run over. Even in Budapest or in Japan, fantastic bridges. Make a bridge challenge. <laughs> and then start creating the thought which are becoming more specific. You know, out of this inspiration, go for a more specific one. But the inspiration one is very important. If you leave this out, you go straight into the specifics. You're not giving that emotional attachment. So you're building up the emotional attachment. For example, yeah. A sub 40 for my next 10k or a 19 minute 5k or that sub three hour marathon start to dream and then you narrow it down so if i want to run a, a sub 40 minute for a 10k i need to run a 5k at you know and and keep your brain occupied with with such thoughts and, and leave it to your subconscious part of the brain to find a concrete and specific idea but pose yourself that question of course, that's just half of, this is, uh, half of the story or of the process. Because there's that most critical part. Doing. You know, talking about running and actually running are two different things. And, and training or practicing is another different part. Serious practice is what you want to be striving for. And I know, I understand that this is a difficult one for many hobby runners, but it is selling yourself short of your potential just because you will somehow be able to finish. Is that really what you want? Like, I somehow made it? Why does that happen? And what can you do against it? I'm happy you asked that. <laughs> I get the question a lot from so-called hobby runners that once they have introduced themselves, the first thing they feel they need to clarify is, well, I, I just run for fun. <laughs> but you see, once you run, you might as well run and improve because we don't use that approach for cooking you know hey i want to invite you for dinner you know i just cook and 
you know, I just throw something together. It's edible. <laughs> Thank you. I'm busy, you know. <laughs> your, your, your brain is filled with many unpleasantly, uh, unpleasantries, and that will lead you to wing it, to do or to try to do something without much practice or preparation. And I hadn't practiced the part, so I got up there and I winged it. That's such a, uh, in a common sentence. But that doesn't give you a pattern of success. This will lead you to be working as hard as you currently feel, not as hard as you can, could, or should. That's the difference. This so often leads to, this leading to working as hard as you currently feel, it leads to a grumbling, a lack of focus, and the mind will go somewhere else during those key moments. That's why sometimes you see a runner slowly running uphill, like really slowly, he's still doing the running motions, you know, when it might have been better to power walk, and then when he reaches uphill, they walk. You know, they're there, they've made it, but they walk. It, I mean, it should be the other way around, shouldn't it? You need to power walk up and then use the downhill to make up for lost time by using the free speed by moving your feet fast, by running downhill. Uh, but this only happens if you're focused. Uh, and the more focused ways to be engaged in your current running, and this you, you divide into internal and, ex and, and external factors. The more deliberate you focus on what your heart rate feels like, listening to your breath, that, that gives you a clear signal whether a higher, a higher pace is, is even achievable. And same for the adversity of running along a, a tough section. And uh, <laughs> You see, I've I got one part where I usually run here in my little town. It, it's called, or I call it the long nothing way. It's about a it's not a five kilometer, I think about a four kilometer flat, boring, and if you're really lucky, windy stretch of road. And there's nothing. And that street, it's not really called Long Nothing Street, but that's just what I call it, is really a make or break section because usually I've already done about eight kilometers. So it's the last stretch. <laughs> and if I keep up the pace or accelerate a bit more, you know, there can easily be a yo yo effect. And that is where. I can become a better runner. That's where you can become a better runner, by dividing your runs into the sections where you're doing well and where you're underperforming. And that's where you're building your mental resilience. See, the training plans, they are intimidating to any runner, even the best runners out there, because the training plan doesn't care who you are or what you've been through. The planning plan doesn't care what happened before the run, shouldn't have had that big lunch, or what's happening whilst you run. You know, those new compression shocks, they're not working. You know, the training plan is there to, to guard you, to keep you on track. It's the discipline which you put into practice that will decide where you end up weeks from now. And, and that's the thing. Smart runners, they know this. Your present is connected to your past, which eventually leads to and defines where you will end up, your future. <laughs> the practice will decide your level of conditioning and power. That's why from today onwards, repeat after me. I, Heiko, okay, don't say Heiko, you, you say not your name unless your name is also Heiko. Okay. I, Heiko, will practice with diligence and commitment. No more time wasting. I'm going for the next level of focus. Ta-da! <laughs> now remember those three call to action signs you drew? Now's the time to position them strategically. Recommendation, let it be the second thing you see in the morning, second to your partner, your spouse, no, not your iPhone. <laughs> then the next one right next to your toothbrush, and the third one, either your fridge or inside your car, depends whether you drive to work or not, obviously. And these are your strategic call to action cards, and what will happen is, 
you are starting to create new pathways in your brain away from finding excuses not to run you know the weather that is just never right the muscle that just seems a bit too tight the time that just isn't enough what will happen is that friction it'll get a counterbalance and the running practice is that's your hidden value proposition by, by having relevant examples that you wrote that your subconscious will scan and pick up during the day you will get more clarity and the, and the value plus clarity they overpower the distractions or anxiety you're experiencing again the value plus the clarity it is going to overwhelm the distraction or anxiety you're experiencing it'll ensure that there's enough urgency for the remaining 157 days to make the most out of them Hey, and just to, to shine a bigger light on this topic, you know, we've all been given these bodies, and as runners, we are really blessed. Just overtake somebody who's limping, overtake somebody who's on crutches, overtake somebody in a wheelchair. Success, you know, is predicted on what has been entrusted. So we should ask ourselves, you know, have, have I, have you been faithful with what you've been given in God's economy success is being faithful Galatians 6 you know each one should test their own actions then they can pride in themselves alone without comparing themselves to someone else <laughs> that's the thing I hope this gets you from thinking about running better to actually running better hey thanks for your time do share the show with someone who who you think needs to hear this. And if you perhaps feel like you want some more notes or you feel like, gee, this show could even be longer, hey, I, I want to encourage you. Look, you're going to go to Amazon anyway, right? You're going to need some batteries or ink cartridges or perhaps a lawnmower. Can you believe it? I bought a lawnmower online, but that's in the next podcast. I'll tell you about it. So, so whilst you're on Amazon, just go check out Brain Training for Runners and enter my name, Heiko Stribble. Otherwise, you're going to end up with another book. <laughs> so Brain Training for Runners, Heiko Stribble. And it's a compact, easy-to-read and use guide for getting you off to a flying start. It contains these methods, but of course, I'll go into, into it with a little bit more detail. Now, with tools that ensure you stay on track to becoming a better, stronger and smarter runner, my name is Heiko. God bless you. And remember, take it easy. <laughs>